Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dive Into Diet. I'm with the star of the show, Lucas Schmidt. How are you? Good. We're, this is a part two. Part two. Cliffhanger is, we're, we're taking care of the cliffhanger. I know. Everyone's had high blood pressure just waiting to I know. hear my next two foods from the last episode. What are the next two foods? I don't know if you're going to go fruit or if you're going to go yeah, something else. Yeah, the like. next food is a fruit. We'll just jump right into it. It's pineapple. Pineapple. I love pineapple. Man, I love pineapple. I like pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Yeah, I. so pineapple... Uh, there's several reasons I love pineapple personally. Its taste, of course, is the primary reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very like wet, hydrated, fresh, so it's great if you're hotter in the summer. Yep. I love a bunch of pineapple after a workout. Oh. It's so satisfying. Um, but in general, and pineapple works really well. So I know I talked about berries in the last one. Pineapple to me is more versatile than those as far as culinary like cooking because it goes really well with meat. Like you could put it with some like chopped up pineapple with your chicken you know a lot of asian dishes have like thai food or chinese food there's pineapple chunks in in some of my favorite dishes at least um so it it's sort of a it is a sweet food but it pairs great with savory it's so good you know what it does not pair well with in my opinion what pizza I'm not a pineapple pizza okay. guy. Okay, yeah, I could see. I, so for me with pizza, I don't eat pizza very often. I like pizza. It's I love pizza. Pizza for me is like, even bad pizza is still pretty good. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just bread with tomato sauce and cheese. Yeah, I mean. So I'm not overly, like, I don't have strong feelings about pineapple. People have strong debate. feelings about it. Oh, I know. Violent feelings. <laughs> like, <laughs> people get angry. Like, do you think people are more on my end or the opposite? Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to wade into that. It's like asking about politics. It's <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a hot topic. I actually don't know. I don't either. I, I, I really just, don't. I know it's controversial. Yeah. I know how I feel. Like, I don't really want pineapple on my pizza. Sure. It's fair. You know, but, fair. but I love pineapple. It's not my favorite pizza. Like, when I think of having pizza, I don't go, oh, I really want that Hawaiian pizza. I no, I, I don't. No, but it doesn't bother me either. Okay. Somebody gave it to me. I go, sure, you know. Pineapple, though, nutritionally. Yeah. So, taste is no debate. It's delightful. It's wonderful. So good. Some people don't like some people don't like pineapple because it irritates their mouth. Yep. But that's going to help me explain something nutritionally. The reason, unless you're like allergic to it, so there's that's a different kind of irritation. That's like itching, hives, coughing, you know, dangerous stuff. But there's an enzyme or enzymes, a group of them, called bromelain. It's a compound, bromelain. Yep. It's often sold in a supplement now, but it's naturally occurring in pineapple. So bromelain is... Um, nutritionally at least based on the research on it uh, beneficial uh, overall we're seeing it's beneficial for a vast array of things so much so that a lot of surgeons uh, when they discharge you after a surgery will suggest you take it to help you speed up in recovery and uh, to heal in supplement form supplement form well you could probably eat some pineapple okay yeah, sure uh, but bromelain is uh, it's also supposed to be good for arthritis to help relieve arthritic pain mm-hmm. so um it's fascinating it's a I, it's an enzyme, and I think it tries to break down or process proteins. I don't want to go too much into that. I'm not a what is enzymologist. I don't know what you call it, but specialist in enzymes. But um, one of the reasons it can irritate the mouth is the bromelain. Too much of it will accumulate in the gums and sort of can irritate the gums. So um, if you eat pineapple with something else, that might help sort of wash it down. Um, I have a hard time stopping once I eat pineapple like i'll cut up an entire pineapple and eat about half of it 
which is a lot of pineapple. Um, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes not. But I love pineapple. It's also really high in vitamin C. And I wrote down the list of primary vitamins just so I didn't miss any. Super high in vitamin C, naturally. It's got some iron in it. It's plant iron, so I don't know how much you're going to absorb, but, you know, some uh, vitamin B6, some magnesium, and some calcium. Interesting. So okay. It's a pretty nutritious fruit. That's a very nutritious fruit. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't doesn't raise your, raise your blood sugar too much? Yeah, it's going to raise your blood sugar. Okay. It's a sugary fruit. Yeah, that's the downside of pineapple. Okay. Pineapple is really high in naturally occurring sugar, so... Uh, got some fiber in it maybe counteract a little bit of that but if you have um insulin resistance or diabetes you, you know monitor the amount you eat okay um now if you're on like a ketogenic or a low carb diet pineapple is not friendly you i wouldn't eat any especially like if i did a ketogenic diet i've done it before i'm not doing it now but if i did I've done it before i would absolutely stay away from it because i wouldn't be able to regulate how much i ate you can't give me one piece of pineapple <laughs> that's, that's horrible. Just don't give me any. It's torture. So, if yeah, it's not friendly to um, people who are overly sensitive to, like, a high glycemic food. It's a high glycemic food, so you got to be careful there. Okay. Um, but if you don't have issues with insulin resistance and you're maybe a maybe an athlete, maybe you exercise a lot, it's it can be a friendly part of your diet. So pineapple. I love it. I'm pumped that this is on your list. I love pineapple. Pumped for pineapple. Pumped for pineapples. Uh, the last one, the fifth one. Not least, though, we said in the last episode, these are not ranked in, like, best to worst or worst to best. And this is also current. Current. This current. is what I'm this is, feeling right now. Right. This is what my attention span right now wants. Right. Pasture-raised eggs. Eggs. Pasture-raised eggs. Okay. Yes. Uh, eggs in general, they're very versatile. I love eggs. Um, I, yeah, eggs. But I don't need a lot with my eggs. Like, I typically, for convenience, just boil a bunch of them. And then I'll... If I'm hungry but not want to cook, I'll just grab two or three eggs and yeah. eat them whole. So not raw. I'm not saying you can't, but Gross. I'm not a fan of that. They got to be cooked all the way. <laughs> Why do I like them? They taste pretty good. Uh, that you know, you can dress them up with some stuff, make some 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 nice. You know, and you can you can scramble your eggs different styles. You can do like um, like what, huevos rancheros, which is like the South American or Mexican style scrambled eggs with some tomato or salsa. It's pretty good. Um, but I, I don't need all that. A little salt, maybe a little grass-fed butter. Or nothing. Boiled is fine. So you, you said pasteurized. Is there... Pasture-raised. Pasture-raised. Okay. Yeah. Okay, is that the only thing you're looking at, pasture-raised? Yeah, for eggs I am. Yeah, I'm kind of okay. picky about eating them that way. Um, the chickens generally eat meat, bugs, they're carniv carnivorous animals. They, that, you know, they go out and they pep, 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 they kill and dig in the dirt for worms and bugs. That's what they, that's what they're naturally drawn to. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, corn is not their first choice, or even second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh naturally. But we mostly feed our chickens corn and grain because it's convenient. Yep. But you know, it's cheap. It's affordable. You can have a bunch of chickens in your backyard. Go out in the morning and toss some grain, and they eat it. But chickens generally kind of scavenge or eat bugs and things like that. Pasture-raised chickens uh, have a higher chance of doing that because they're mm. out in a the pasture. They're also healthier. They're running around. A lot of fact like factory farming, they call it. These chickens never leave a space. They can't even move. They mm. get really fat. Their legs break because they're so fat and they can't move. They're unhealthy. I'm not. The logic tells me they're not producing the healthiest of eggs. You know, so pasture-raised eggs, when when measured against non-pasture-raised eggs, 
tend to, to come out on top as far as nutritional profile. So we and I'll talk about everything nutritionally in eggs in a second. I had to write it down. It's an enormous list. Let's go things. over it because I, I like I'm a big fan of eggs and yeah. I know nutritionally they're like they're considered they're a multivitamin. By, they're considered by some like a like not a perfect food but darn close. They're very close. There's actually a study and forgive me, I cannot remember which country. It was in, I believe it was in South America where in some countries, you know, nutrition's a problem. Like bound the they don't have enough food for mm -hmm. all their people they did a study on um i believe it was children because there's there's an epidemic of malnutrition in children in, in this particular area in south america and their diet they're eating calories and maybe enough calories but they're still malnourished they, they couldn't figure this out they're eating mostly grain um probably some cassava things that are easily available in south america and cheap but they were they were woefully deficient in a lot of nutrients and so what they did was they gave all of these children just one egg a day just one like boiled egg or however and overwhelmingly they all started returning to healthy nutritional levels and really? gaining, gaining weight like they should be just one a day yeah one egg a day it's awesome. the only intervention required so wow it's so really cool so let's go down the list this is a very long list of minerals i have minerals on one column i had to, i had to do columns that's how many <laughs> nutrients are in this now some of these are lower amounts but most of them are actually pretty high okay and it's an animal source so you're probably going to absorb most of this which is great too so the minerals calcium chromium copper iron magnesium manganese this is a mineral i <laughs> this is bad i didn't even know about this let's see if you've heard of this um molybdenum no molybdenum molybdenum Molybdenum. That sounds more minerally. I'm going to look into molybdenum and get back to you on what its biological <laughs> function is. But it's apparently important. And well, more to come that. on molybdenum. molybdenum. <laughs> it's hard to say. Phosphorus, potassium, selenium, and zinc. All of those are found. In, wow. Yeah, some in more bountiful quantities than others. Let's go down the vitamins. Um, biotin, vitamin A, vitamin B2, B3, B5, B6, B9, B12, vitamin D, vitamin E, and vitamin K. And then outside of those nutritionally, it has choline and omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a whole plethora of things. Most of that's going to be in the yolk, by the way. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Again, Don't throw out your yolks. Yeah, we talk. I mean, you hear a lot about egg whites and... Yeah. Um, is there a way to prepare this to where you get the most uh, of those nutrients? Or I'm not 100% solid. I'm not. I, I'm sure cooking it degrades a few of the nutrients. Uh, I don't. I don't know that it ruins it though. I, okay. It's, it's a nutritious food because these eggs were cooked in the study that they when they gave them to the kids. So Got it. I would imagine they wouldn't sign a bunch of children up for uncooked eggs and potentially expose them to to bacterial infections. So. Um, for liability's sake, that stands to reason. But some would say, yeah, eat those raw. You know, they make a smoothie and put two eggs in it whole so they don't have to taste that. Some people shoot the egg. Like, that is not happening here. So it's not going to happen. I'm not doing that. But um, I don't know that cooking destroys all of these things. It probably degrades a few of them a little bit. But you're but you're going off the study that was on cooked Yeah, eggs. yeah. And, I'm, and this is just a general profile you can find these nutrition facts online from any kind of health department yeah. deal where they've analyzed the food um so that's yeah that's my top five right now that's what i'm reaching for a lot of the time that's awesome and what a way to end eggs man they're eggs. so powerful it's awesome guys thank y'all for hanging out with us the past two episodes 
on Lucas's favorite foods. We went over his top five. Those will change, I'm sure, over time. So we're going to keep updating you on what Lucas is yeah. consuming himself. Because uh, we, uh, it's pretty fair to say you're going to be consuming healthy stuff. And yeah, I try to reach for healthy stuff. You, you reach know, for healthy unless stuff. Unless it's Christmas or our birthday. Yeah. You know. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all for hanging out. As always, we'll see you on Dive Into Diet next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.